I ordered Singapore noodles and Deb changed my order because she like couldn't sound the good. Yeah. Without telling me. I just paid for it. Oh, I paid for it. Welcome, is- folks. It is Geek Shock number 85. Geek Shock. I am Master Torgo. I'm Dr. Vlark. 80s Jeff. Commander K. And you never did get your Singapore noodles, did you? Never let your friend's girlfriend order the Chinese oh food. Oh, my God. <laughs> And that was that was right after I explained to you why I hated the whole communal Chinese thing. And you did. You gave me the whole rundown. This is why this is a bad idea. We went through this before, he says. And everyone ate my food and then took theirs home. That was basically how yep, it happened. Uh-huh. And so I, I, I listen. I love uh, the Shanghai noodles. All right, it's it's a curry based noodle dish. Singapore. That's what I said. Singapore noodles. Bullshit. <laughs> And, uh, oh, I love it. It's Singapore noodles rule. And every Asian place with its salt has it. Okay. But apparently someone didn't like it. <laughs> All right. So, so gaming night, we're ordering Chinese food. And, and Barry says, here, Deb, you take the phone. And this is what we want. I didn't say, here, take yeah, the that, phone. She yeah. said, she just kind of took the phone and said, <laughs> yeah. I got I to order something special. There's a little bit more special. to that story, but we won't get into it. Yeah. <laughs> God. Now we know who wears the pants in that relationship. Next, Only when ordering Chinese food. Uh-huh. Next thing I know is I got a container full of lo- beef lo mein. <laughs> <laughs> it's noodles. It's near Singapore. And and the and the answer I I got was, he said something about some Singapore noodles and that that I that I probably wouldn't like it, so I changed it to lo mein. <laughs> <laughs> I paid good Singapore money for oh God, lo mein. That was great. That's like the waiter saying, oh, you know what? Great. I know you ordered the steak, but you're getting the striped bass. Oh, and, and the topper for the whole thing, she ordered egg foo young, which no one else ate. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's sitting in the fridge, and then, man. And then, she, and then she sat there and said, when I joked about having the egg foo young, she's like, I paid extra for that. Man, lo mein is like the the bottom of oh the bottom. Oh my God, when it comes to- <laughs> that that is is why I do not do. Communal Chinese. Barry ordered lo pan, right? <laughs> and the next Chinese order will be individualized. Yes. Fuck you, Mr. Yes. Button. You were not brought upon this world to get it. <laughs> so, gentlemen. Yes. What'd you do, Geeky, this week? Oh, what did Jeff, I... what'd you do? I ordered. Um, uh, <laughs> you ordered Singapore noodles. I played the shit out of Force Unleashed 2. You did? Oh. I beat it in like two days. Oh, wow. And the curses coming out of this man. Oh, my God. There were a couple of levels where it just, it was endless stream after endless stream of troopers and ATSTs and freaking flying stormtroopers with jetpacks. And you get just so far with it. And then all of a sudden, you get cornered and even and using every force power that you have just was not enough and you die and it takes you back like 20 minutes prior to that oh, that's I what the same that. point I was i just hate that i hate so, doing things twice listen when jeff gets frustrated he does this kinetic thing with his body that that's fantastic to watch it's where no, that's where, that's like uber frustrated because yeah that's when when, no no when you go this is when you when you you hit that wall that yeah. that, that edge of, of yeah. the top of frustration oh, where, yeah. where you thrust your arms down and launch yourself up a little bit from the couch in screaming agony and it's it's fascinating <laughs> says the pot calling the kettle black. Oh yeah, I'm horrible. <laughs> you, oh, <laughs> I mean, oh, you should, I'm, you, I'm, I'm, I'm no saint, but you know, just, oh, just I'm be, be, yeah, be aware of who is telling you this story. But no, this he's true. He is. He's totally right. Like I, 
because most of the time when I'm frustrated, <laughs> I just quietly like grit my teeth. But when they're really, really, yeah, when I hit that wall, when I reach a certain level of frustration, I start getting really vocal, and I, I and literally violent, and violent to furniture. I well, because I know the furniture is not going to break. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I don't know. The old couch was a was not a great example. Did you break the old couch? No, actually, with I your bile. My my side. Uh, my never, side never broke. broke. <laughs> but uh, no, I. I it, <clears throat> Literally harken back to my my old Nintendo days where I uh, would want to throw the damn controller across. I the did. Room. I had a couple controllers, but I was a, I was an only child, so I could always just throw one I about, bite it, break it, smash it against the wall. Like I pissed off. The original Nintendo controller was pretty damn durable. I have to Sturdy. say, yeah, a little uh, thin thing. Little yeah. Well, I mean, there Lasso. wasn't there wasn't much to break inside of it. You don't do that I would, with these controllers today because there's would, so much stuff going on. Well, they're sixty mm-hmm. bucks to replace. Yeah. yeah. The Xbox controller is pretty beefy, and we've got plenty of extras, but at the same time, whatever you I'm throw afraid it, to throw this. Whatever you throw it at will incur damage. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't want to throw it at my shiny new plasma TV, so. <laughs> A friend of mine just posted on Facebook just this week, and he said, uh, just, just quit on God of War. They should call it God of Jumping Shit. And I got so mad, I threw a controller and destroyed it. 50 bucks on top of the price of the stupid game. <laughs> Better spend mm. on an- anger management courses. Yeah, really. I'm fascinated to know how people react to stressful points in video games. Because I just get pissed off and yell and scream. I quit. I say, fuck this. I quit. Rage quit, yeah. Rage quit. And I go off and drink. Uh, Jeff apparently does this kinetic thing. Well, you just I, get really I, angry. I, I do. You normally get to a point where I just, if the frustration is too much, I will actually shut the game down, and you know, just not go at it for a while. I just like cool off. At the same time, though, I'm mildly obsessive compulsive, so it plagues me. I mean, it literally sticks in my brain that. It's beating you. It's beating you. It's beating you. It hates you. It it's getting the better of you. Are you gonna let it get the better of you? It knows where family lives. I'll, I'll, I I will have dreams about this stuff. <laughs> That's how much it plagues me. You, you don't want to have dreams of Star Killer, man. Yeah. No, I, I just, like I said, oh man. My God. Obsessive compulsive disorder. You know, I'm, video I thank game, God. Bad. No, wow. just thank God. I'm I'm like a very very mild. It's a good thing you're not doing this whole pinball thing that Barry and I are doing now. Yeah, well, oh, I hate this bastard. See, <laughs> that's the last game that got me so pissed off that I just rage quit and went off and did my thing. When no one's home, when Dev's not home to watch me and go, what the hell are you doing? I'll just, like, I'll throw my arms in the air and go berserk around the house. I've actually you know? seen this. And it just pisses me off so bad that I can spend so much time getting so far in a pinball game and then, like, just before I'm about to beat his score, something will happen. Or, or I'll, like, blink wrong. Oh, yeah. And I <laughs> this didn't one mean right to do here. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or I'll just, I'll just slowly watch the ball go down the middle. There's the stress of that game it. is slowly killing us both. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I know. Barry, don't feel bad. The exact same thing happens to Torgo. Because uh, I, I remember there was a... I, which, which machine was it you were playing? You oh, were on the third ball, and you were only like a couple hundred thousand points away from, from Barry's score. I don't know. The... Could be any of them. I, I don't know. I was just sitting here watching him play, and he was so close, so close. And the ball did like one of those right down the middle where neither flipper is going to oh. hit it. And he didn't have enough time to, to tilt the table a All little bit. All the obscenities, right? And yeah, he's like, God damn it. God fucking damn it. Damn it. <laughs> and I'm like, just sitting here, I'm like, 
I know that frustration. I know it very well. <laughs> so how about you out there? How do you rage out when the game doesn't go your way? Write us. Curse comments at UglyCouchShow.com. I yell. I scream. I, I don't throw controllers, thank God. But I get yeah, they're there. mild-mannered. Well, I, I, I got over no, that. I get, no, I, I can have a temper. I just, it's, you know, I... The, I bought just as my geeky thing is I got an Xbox 360 this week, so Woo-hoo! and I got that and I got Black Ops and nice. uh, uh, I also had Soul Calibur 4 just on my own that I used to play on a friend's game I was borrowing, so I played through those during the weekend and there were a couple instances of uh, of uh, just getting angry and you know. So my dog looks at me weird and leaves the room. You know, you know what I think part of our frustration is with video games is that we get pissed at ourselves because as we get older, our reaction times slow down a little bit and that we're, we're angry that we're not... Speak for yourself. Yeah, I know. I'm, I do not claim <clears throat> this at all. I am a spring chicken. No, I, I'm in my I've noticed my reaction times are slower than they were about 10 years ago. As, as you far would. As You're games. obsessive compulsive. Well, That's the kind of thing you notice. The rest of us are trying to our ages, man. Come on. <laughs> But uh, there's it, a part of you that's clinically noting. Hmm, well, response anybody, time down two one hundredths of a second. <laughs> anybody that's played Halo and gotten killed and then teabagged by an eleven year old that yeah. is like, look what I'm doing to your character. Look what I'm doing to your character. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Just, just you know, realize. Okay, I'm not getting Xbox Live. <laughs> just, just to stop for a moment. There, there's very few hobbies out there that you can honestly say teabagged by an eleven year old. <laughs> And not get the cuffs lapped up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Really. I know. <laughs> I know. It, it sounds a lot dirtier than it actually is. <laughs> I don't know. In fact, uh, I hate when I'm doing my favorite hobby and I'm getting teabagged by an 11 year old. <laughs> One of the single moms that I was talking to about video games the other day was asking me what that meant in the video game. I'm like, really? You should have took around a corner and you, showed it. You're. No, I would not do that. Yeah, really, you just ruined her opening gambit. Yeah. And she got it was so livid, and she's like, I'm so mad at my son. I'm like, you're mad at what? A virtual character kneeling down over another virtual character that's lying dead on the ground. Well, he does so, that? Well, that's what he was doing to the you're, cat. You're, <laughs> I, no, no I, I, I literally brought this up to her. You're not upset about the violent graphic violence that's in the video game. You're which, upset about which, him. which I'm not having a problem with because I'm an adult, but that your 12 year old is playing. But and you're upset that your 12 year old, of all of the things that are going through, you're upset that your 12 year old is teabagging another character. Not that she not even brutally game. shot a guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know the headshot, the blood spatter, blah, really. blah blah blah. But that's that's what she <clears> got <throat> upset. Mowing about. the hooker down after you pay her yeah. to get the money back. That doesn't. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, she's like, my oh, I won't let my kid do. play Grand Theft Auto because I hear you can get a hooker and and have sex with the hooker. And I'm like, you want me to tell you what sex with the hooker is like in Grand Theft Auto? And I told her that she's like, she's like, that's it. Quite. I said, yeah, the freaking car bounces up and down. That's it. You don't see a thing. Oh, I didn't know that. I was like, well, well you've got to talk to the game and experts. And that's okay. Then it's all right. It Mothers, does, come to us. We'll it, help you. And it doesn't include the real shame of real hookers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what shame would that be? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the, the shame of realizing you paid a lot of goddamn money for it. You pay for it one way or another. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> philosophy, ah. 80s Jeff Philosophy 101, folks. You should write a book. <laughs> or know, right? Possibly a brochure. <laughs> Life and Relationships by 80s Jeff. <laughs> Those little 
Kindle single. We can write that one. <laughs> it would be a bestseller. So what's in the news, man? Oh, no, wait. No, we did something geeky No, you yesterday. didn't. You didn't do anything geeky oh, yesterday. Oh, yes, we did. You had mashed potatoes. <laughs> no, I had lo mein. Lo mein that yeah, was chosen exactly. for us. We wait, had wait. low fucking mein. <laughs> Not when, when he had the mashed potatoes, did he sculpt it out into a, a plateau and say, this means something? No, but next time I will. No, you what should. we did was play a game called uh, Dragon Quest. I like this. Dungeon Quest. Dungeon Quest. Yeah, dungeon the original version is Dragon, dragon Quest. Quest. This is Dungeon Quest. No. No, the original is Dungeon Quest. It just mm-hmm. had a dragon's there is castle. A, there, yeah. A, a dragon's castle, what? Castle, not a dungeon. Oh, castle, West, okay, whatever. Yeah. We dragon played the game from Final Fantasy. Uh, yes, Fantasy Flight. And uh, it was a pretty good game. Once you get past the 20-odd pages of rules that took us about an hour, I think, to learn. And Todd and I are just laughing our asses off <laughs> while Kirsten and Deborah really getting into the, learning the rules of this game. Trying is to like learning combat. how to fix a car from scratch. Fixated on the yeah. minutia. Their combat is kludgy. Kludgy? Kludgy? <laughs> Kludgy, you go through half the damn deck to have to fight anything. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then in the end, the game was actually quick. Yeah. So what? The... what's yeah. great about the game is death comes easy. It does. <laughs> it, amazingly easy for having upwards of 14 or 15 different decks and five or six or seven different kinds of tokens. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But that's Fantasy Flight games. Yeah, exactly. It would be that's Fantasy what, Flight yeah, without all that. That's why, why they charge so much. And that's like the original game. I had the original that I got in the early 90s. And except for the combat, that's pretty much how the game runs. So tile-based game with random craziness that just occurs. Yeah, but man, it's got a learning curve. Yeah. And only $3 per deck of cards in the game. <laughs> At cost. Yeah. Unless God. unless you're getting the Singapore curry cards, then it's ten dollars, <laughs> and you don't even get the cards. Yeah, you just get low. Deb gives you a pack of playing cards. <laughs> <laughs> you order a pack of premium right. cards, and you get a, a pack of I like she, poorly bicycle, poorly photocopy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's listening to this crayon. on right now, because if not, she's glaring at me. Yeah. <laughs> And once again, cursing my She'll name. She'll probably listen to it on her Beautiful. own and then just like <laughs> when you get home, glare at you for about an hour. What? <laughs> probably. All right. Well, you know, we, we can't start the show without some news you don't give a shit about. So oh. there, Yay! news you don't give a shit about. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's your favorite kind of episode. Lots of crap. I have a crap. whole bucket full. Things that'll make you laugh. Things that'll make you cry. Oh, don't make cry. Oh, there's, there's some crying going on. All right, let's uh, let's let's start with uh, uh, India. India's good. Okay. India's yeah. a good place to start. Place to Not play. home turf. All right. All right. So we'll go easy. All right. And uh, okay, so even though most scientists discredit astrology as nothing more than fluff, it right? Is. In India, it is ruled as an actual science. On Thursday, the Bombay High Court shot down a public interest litigation filed by non-governmental organization Janet Manch that challenged a previous official's ruling that made astrology an official science. Quoting the judges, uh, final words. So, far as prayer related to astrology is concerned, the Supreme Court has already considered the issue and ruled that astrology is science. The court had, in 2004, also directed the universities to consider consider if astrology science can be added to the syllabus. The decision of the Apex Court is binding on this, observed the judges. Unquote. Uh, The judges also took on record 
that astrology is 4,000 years old trusted science, unquote. Wow. Yeah. So is Christianity. <laughs> nah, that's only 2,000. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't, don't, that's a new religion. That's, I know a guy who <laughs> yeah, uh, right, got his uh, medical degree in India. Okay. It's way cheaper out there to get a medical degree and he's got family and all. Um, but they wouldn't let him practice law. Uh, law. They wouldn't let him practice medicine not. here in the United States. <laughs> they he had to go through all this other training to get to get to practice medicine here in the U.S. Yeah, you have to be. And now I see why. <laughs> well, it's like those Russian physicists who are cab drivers in New York because they right. can't they can't work at accredited universities here in the states. Yep. <clears throat> you know, speaking why. of astrology, the few months back they published uh, how all the signs have now changed because of the uh oh yes the, in fact they the, added a sign did they i didn't yeah catch that the, part. an old sign that went away has come back because of star placement because <laughs> i know like you know i've always been a cancer but now i'm like freaking leo or something i mean, whatever it was ahead of that aries maybe i don't care because you know i think it's all a bunch of hoo-ha anyway but uh sign of the retard whatever yeah. Uh, okay, and they know this. Go on with the uh, sign of the retard. Uh, I'm now going to read a transcript from Fox News. Oh boy, that's always a great way to open up a party. Get oh the, yeah, get the uh, get the mace over there, uh, yeah, Barry. Right. It's nice the, the nice heavy one because uh, we'll need it. I'm, I'm, I may need to knock Brain, some sense back yeah. into to Torgo well, after this it. one, but this is, uh, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a chance. Fox News has decided to jump onto another video game. This time, this is not me reading. This is just a preface. Uh, the video game is the upcoming Bullet Storm. Okay, coming All out right. by the same makers of Gears of War. Okay, basically. basically. And uh, so, let me just uh, read from the transcript. The in-game award system called Skill Shots ties the ugly graphic violence into explicit sex acts. Topless means cutting a player in half, while a gang bang means killing multiple enemies. And with kids as young as nine playing such games, the experts Fox News spoke with were nearly universally worried that video game violence may be reaching a fever pitch. If a younger kid experiences Bullet Storm's explicit language and violence, the damage could be significant, Dr. Jerry Weichman, a clinical psychologist at the Hogue Neuroscience Institute in Southern California, told Fox News, quote, Violent video games like Bulletstorm have the potential to send the message that violence and insults with sexual innuendos are the way to handle disputes and problems, Pussy. Weichman said. Uh, Carol Lieberman, a uh, psychologist and book author, told Fox that sexual situations and acts in video games, highlighted so well in Bulletstorm, have led a real-world sexual violence. Quote, The increase in rapes can be attributed in a large part to the playing out of sexual scenes in video games, unquote. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, wow, what really? The hell? Is that not the most audacious sentence yet? Of Where are you getting your numbers, you dumb shit? Wow. Fox News likes to make up stories, and they, oh. like, to, and they like to take little bits of information and turn it into a fiasco, as opposed to, you know, presenting the entire unedited story wow not maybe it's not even maybe. the increase in rapes can be attributed in a large part to the playing out of sexual scenes in video games you know, yeah that's me... like somebody saying okay here's an increasing number of violent video games and, and here uh... and and there's an increasing number of reported rape cases 
So they correlate, not, not right? Say, not yeah. So oh, oh, there's a direct correlation. Not saying because <laughs> of education and everything, we are now encouraging victims to mm-hmm. report the act, <clears throat> which is which is attributed to the actually increasing numbers. Not yeah. that it's happening more often than it has historically. Well, it's because people are not now not afraid to come forward yeah. and say I was attacked by this person. No, it's because video games. <laughs> Boo. Here's the- if only there were some books. Or some TV shows that had addressed this issue of violence and video games, or some some web series, or some podcasts that had talked about this. Here's an interesting oh, fact for you. Hold on. Here's an interesting fact. Yeah. Um, did you know that the uh, number of pirates active in the ocean is inversely proportional over time to the... Uh, Rising of the uh, temperature of the oceans? Did you know that? I didn't know that. Thanks, Fox News. (laughs) (laughs) That's flying spaghetti monsterism, actually. But still, same bullshit correlation. Yeah. All right. true. When you think about witnessing sexual situations in video games, because that's what this is saying, that the sexual situations in the the games themselves. Sure. All right. There's two games that I've played, series of games that that have, quote-unquote, sex in it one is the god of war series yeah (laughs) all right the height of the mature titles if you will these scenes all tend to happen off screen yeah the freaking one vase that yeah bounces you you see a vase that bounces or somebody talking about what they're seeing quote unquote all right so one there is no sex there two is mass effect series which actually is a very tasteful mature take on sex you don't see the sex happen but it it's is a, a love scene yeah right? it's a love yeah. scene it is no worse than your average not pg-13 pg love scene in a movie mm-hmm. and that is the worst i have seen now red dead Redemption. i will also say they're out there people that have created sexual flash games for oh shitty God. sites but those don't count those aren't games those are just depraved individuals yeah those aren't triple a titles well, i mean lest we forget about the whole hot coffee thing from oh that was such garbage too. oh i know i okay a, a good friend of mine played through uh, it took him an hour and a half to get to that to, to get that thing unlocked to do that, that that everybody was throwing up oh look they, they have graphic sex in this game and it's easily unlockable no it was not easily unlockable it took countless tries for skills to unlock this stupid thing. And they're both fully clothed in the scene. And, and it just gives you like a couple of like button choices. It's like switch position, uh, up, down. And, and that, that was it. And you also left out the most important part. You yeah. couldn't access that in the game just by playing it. No. You had to physically mod part of your system to yeah. be able to do we that. We had to Ooh. download something onto a memory card and then plug the memory card yeah. into the yeah. thing. So, and then we still had like a <laughs> hundred hoops to jump through. It's like standing on one foot. So it was like it was like a date yeah. leading up to sex, really. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like stand on one foot, put one finger on your nose, put the other hand out and up in the air, you God, know, I hate turn around three times. I know. It just goddamn it ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> probably be easier with the connect now <laughs> that being said i have to admit uh whenever i have a um um a, a fight against tacky in uh soul caliber i do get a little horny yeah yeah she's uh she's, she's hot business oh, so you want to go yeah. out and go out and rape people up and rape and go out and rape <laughs> well 
No, because I can Yo, beat Capture Tacky in, in, the, in, the, the, in the game. I think if I met a real live Tacky, she'd kick my ass. And <laughs> this is true. That'd be the end of it. Then I wouldn't be horny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, are some games titillating? Sure, absolutely. However, are there sexual situations in the game? Uh, iffy. Yeah. If they, are there actual sex scenes? No. And will performing actions called a topless by cutting someone in half or a gangbang by killing multiple people at once... Is that going to turn people into sexual predators? No. Where do you get your goddamn degree? You know, isn't that uh, that institute that you, you that was cited in there? Isn't that one of the ones that was discredited as being a quote uh, not Hogue very... neurosciences? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, it was is that like Discovery Institute for Intelligent Design? It's just because there, <clears> there, <throat> there was boring, that crap. sounds very yeah, familiar yeah. to this like uh, neuroscience institute that was some guy working out of his house. Hey, let's start books. an institute. There you go. The, the Ugly Couch Show Institute of Institution. The Ugly Couch Show Institute for Video Game Fact. <laughs> Cultural Studies. Cultural Studies. There yeah. you Love go. it. There you go. Wow. We could get All a government right. grant. Oh. <laughs> All right. And co-eds. All right, that's, that's it for the, the pissing off part of the, okay. of the okay. shit. Okay. The, yes. the rest of this, well, oh, okay. All right, this okay. next part might piss somebody oh, please off. Be uh, News you don't give a shit about. History Channel. Fail. You duh. Larry the Cable Guy will be hosting a show on the History Channel no. called The United States of Larry, in yeah. which, quote, the hugely successful blue-collar comedian crisscrossing the nation, interviewing folks with interesting jobs, hobbies, and ways of life. Why the fuck is this on the History Channel? That makes no sense. <laughs> hey, you know what? I've given up. I've given up complaining about cable TV. History Channel shows no history shows. Learning Channel is getting more and more awful. TLC yeah. is not... Learning Channel anymore. No, it's, it's not. It's like, what crazy reality show can we throw at you now? Not that I ever watch it. Even the Country Music Network isn't even that anymore. MTV hasn't been music for a long time. Not true. Uh, G4, don't even get me started. And then, yeah. of course, there, there's... There's two shows left that actually have any geek cred on G4 now. The rest is Cops and American Ninja Which Warrior. Which two shows? Attack of the Show and X-Play are the only... Yeah, well, Attack of the Show got and, cred as soon as Olivia Munn left. <laughs> yeah. She's a feek. Yep. Fake geek. It's going to catch on. I know. Feek. I, I, catch on. I, <laughs> just sounds too close to fecal. So, you know, sometimes that, it is. That might mean, yeah. <laughs> He's got a point there. I hadn't considered that. That's true. The fake geek exists. Feek. To try to get your geek dollars. Or a geek. Geek. Yeah, that's too. Yeah. Sounds too much like gay. Yeah, you, you might. That sounds like might, that sounds know, like gay you cake. Might, you might. What do they some, serve at? A, what do they serve at a gay you, wedding? They serve gay. <laughs> you might. Uh, you might have some issuance from uh, people about uh, that. That go with that, That's yeah, true. Feek, feek They'll let better. feek slide, but gay. No, that's where the activists are going to come out. Yeah, exactly. Gay cake. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't give a shit about. So geeks. Uh, Pokemon fa- fan, uh, Pokemon fan. That's how they call it. Pokemon fan. They call them in Pokemon Germany. Pokemon fan. <laughs> I enjoy the Pokemon. It's uh, good. <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon come out the ball. It's good. This has become an impossible two words to put <laughs> yeah. together. Pokemon fan Alex Finch decided to show his dedication to his beloved Pocket Monster franchise by getting six Pokeballs tattooed down the length of his arm. Then placing subdermal implants underneath each ball, raising the skin in a ball shape at the appropriate locations. 
He chose six Ugh. Pokeballs to represent the six balls the trainer would carry in the original games. Ugh. So, yes, what a way to say to the man, yes, I'm good to hire for your business than having six Pokeballs going down your forearm. Generally unemployable character. Wow. <laughs> you know, as with every genre, there's certain fans that just take it too far. Yep. Oh, they, look, they look horrible, too. Oh, if you can see a picture of this, it's rrrg. I saw the the, the uh, picture of the guy with a tattoo of the girl on his arm with the raised implants. I've seen the, with the with the boob. That's grade. terrible. Yeah, didn't he put like silicone in there so yep. it was like squishy? Yep. Yeah, ah, yeah he, ah, he can get off by ah, touching his arm. Yeah, oh. I, I I just like like wow. I mean, <laughs> you put bumps in your arm and you made of silicone so that it would sometimes feel realistic. And I'm like, that's just that's you just too have hard. to work hard for your depravity. Yeah, I guess so. Go big or go home. <laughs> and news you don't give a shit about. Officially approved by the Catholic Church. Confession, a Roman Catholic app. I heard sells about this. for a dollar ninety nine. A small price to pay for a clean mobile soul. Who listens? Described on iTunes as quote, the perfect aid for every penitent. The app provides a personalized examination of conscience per each password protected user profile, as well as step by step guide to sacrament. Therefore, you confess on your app to the church. Oh, my God. See? See? You don't even have to go to the church to confess anymore. Well, you can do questions. it from the comfort of your masturbating chair in front of your computer. What What? What does it give you as penance for life? It depends on what happens. I haven't used the app. I can't tell you. I'm, I'm not going to pay $1.99 and $500 for the phone to try yeah. the app. You know what I find ironic about this? is that the church has historically retarded science, uh, progress of science and technology, yet they're promoting an app on a piece of technology to replace confession in a church. Dude, $1.99 per download. They're going to bank it. Yeah. yeah. You'll pay for your confession. Yeah. yeah. You pay for it anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All these people that... Yeah, anyway, sorry. I'm getting off topic <laughs> your, here. Your first piece of pen- penitence is... Convince 10 friends to buy this app. Yeah, probably. There you go. Love it. All right. And that's the official end of the official news don't give a shit about. But before I begin the Week in Geek news segment, there there's another one that sits the line. <clears throat> okay. All Ooh. right. Because it's partially news you don't give a shit about, but it's also kind of good news. Okay. Okay. So I, I wasn't sure where to categorize it, so I'm going to put it right here in the middle. I like All right. the line. Hit me. All right. It's a bullet dodge kind of thing. According to the, the New York Daily News, uh, Kristen Stewart of uh, Twilight fame. Uh, met with uh, Snyder to discuss the part of Lois Lane in the Superman reboot. <laughs> but ultimately passed. Whew. Supposedly because she did not want to jump into another Twilight-sized blockbuster film franchise so soon, instead preferring to add a few smaller independent films to her resume. There you go. And while Snyder has not come out and offered Stewart the role, the paper cites a source stating that the director felt slighted by Stewart and that, and that the actress had, quote, wasted his time. So, Keep them dodged a bullet. Yes, so it's good yes. news he's not there, but it disturbs me that she was even considered. She just looks stoned all the time. She it, looks well, stoned all the time. there's a reason for that. She, yeah. <laughs> Have and, you ever seen pictures of her wearing the the freaking the bathing suit that's got little uh, marijuana leaves all over it? Yeah, oh. and there, there, there are pictures on the net constantly of her with a bong or her with this and that. Yeah. And, and mind you, I have uh, the only thing I've ever seen her in is uh, uh, Adventureland. 
Yeah. And she was not good in that movie. She's she's somewhat attractive. She's just not a good actress. So, yeah. So, again, both dodge. So, but at the same time, it's Kristen Stewart. So, news you might not give a shit about, but kind of good. Eh? All right. Yeah. So that being said, we can geek. Here it is. Okay, good. Thank Real God. stuff. All right. We can uh, when San Diego Comic-Con sold 1,000 tickets online in the last test December, they received half a million hits as people tried desperately to buy tickets. Saturday, they got 33 million hits. Yep. And that is the reason that Ticket Leap was unable to cope, despite having the ability... Uh, to increase servers based on load and using Amazon's web servers that use web servers that do just that, this was just too much for anyone to cope with. Nevertheless, the site did stay up, albeit via an unavailable screen and tickets were, as tickets were processed uh, very slowly, to achieve a full set sellout in hours. The show is awaiting a full report to see if there's any solutions for next year. There is a very high level of frustrations in the offices with recognition that the people who missed out on the tickets despite pressing F5 for hours are even more frustrated. Yeah, what time did tickets go on sale? I think it was like 9 or 10. Something like that. And then they closed at around 2.50 or or 3. I wrote a a geek blog about this, and I talked to a few people like Mr. Steve Biggs uh, and some other people who missed out on tickets. Did Biggs not get a ticket? Biggs didn't get a ticket. No, he didn't. What? Mr. He, been to Comic-Con yeah, yeah. for 30, 35 years. He posted years that on been Facebook. every Comic-Con since like the first one, right? Yeah. Yep. He he posted that on Facebook. He uh, he missed out. I, yeah. well, I check Facebook like once a week, so I he, missed that. Okay. He and, uh, and other people like him would, would get online in the very beginning of the, of the day and just five, 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 uh, constantly refreshing. So he's gonna have to wait for uh, for the CCI to put the put them on the, eBay, the, the returned ones or the unclaimed ones on eBay. If that, oh. if that, it's a mess, and I Maybe. my heart really does go out to all the people that that missed out on tickets. Um, write to us, tell us what happened, please. Comments at uglycowshow.com. Well, I want to know about it, and hey, if there's anything we can cover for you when we go to con, let yeah. us. <clears throat> or maybe the Ugly Couch Show needs another staffer to help us. I mean, he helped us out a great deal this last year. So. Yeah. But, we'll uh, see. We'll, see. Know. we'll figure it out. Oh, a little public service announcement for uh, all the paranoid out there. Uh, despite somewhat breathless warnings by people in support of, quote, internet kill switch legislation who say that hackers could unlock the floodgates of the Hoover Dam, killing thousands. The U.S. Bureau of Reclamation assures everyone that this threat is unfounded. Why? Because Hoover Dam is not connected to the Internet. For yeah. obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's the same people that, that they go to see these movies and they, they see uh, some hacker taking down a nuclear power plant and it's all, the, the reactor's going critical, blah, blah, blah. It's like, they're closed loop systems, people. Yeah. They are networked, but they don't connect to the internet. <clears throat> for, the they are ra- networked. for that reason. Yeah. You would have to break into a highly secure site and somehow get to a computer terminal on that site to hack into a freaking electrical grid well, they'd, system. They'd, you can't hack into the Hoover Dam unless you're there. And there's security everywhere at Hoover Dam, people. They did do that with Stuxnet, though. That was pretty cool. The uh, the Iranian enrichment thing. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. They did. Yeah. yeah. See, that's why you don't put it in yeah. the net. <laughs> yeah. Critical infrastructure is not <clears throat> on well, the internet, They're all backward people. over there, anyway. 
Well, according to the Korean language Weekly Hong Kong paper, uh, Singapore media claimed that fake rice is being distributed in the Chinese town of Taiwan and in the Shanxi province. This quote-unquote rice is a mix of potatoes, sweet potatoes, and plastic. What? It is formed by mixing the potatoes and the sweet potatoes into the shape of rice grains, then adding industrial synthetic resins. Since the rice does not behave like normal rice, it stays hard even after it's been cooked. Such synthetic resins can also be harmful if consumed, obviously. A Chinese Restaurant Association official said that eating three bowls of this fake rice would be like eating one plastic bag. (laughs) Doesn't it cost more to make that stuff than it does to just grow rice? I imagine it probably doesn't, and that's probably why they're doing it. As it says, wow. meanwhile, the low cost of uh, fake rice is allowing wholesalers to make large profits, but uh, it's getting investigated as we speak. That's, that's wow. Yeah, wow. a big wow. You know, wow. like certain food product, fake food products don't bother me as long as they're not life threatening. Hey. It's like, I mean, if they'd have stopped. Like it, McDonald's? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I still eat McDonald's. Oh, I know fool. it's not bad for me, or it's not good for me, rather. <laughs> I know it's that bad. That was a for man me. talking through your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I know it's not good for me. I know it's bad for me. It's yeah, it took over for Sorry. just a minute there. Yeah, it had control. It deserved it. Uh, Congressman John Lewis, Democrat from Georgia, has signed on to write a graphic novel depicting his decades of work during the civil rights movement, which will be produced by Top Shelf Productions. You'll be the first sitting member of Congress to write a graphic novel. No artist has been chosen for the project, as they're currently looking, uh, which will carry the title March and will be a collaboration between Congressman Lewis and his aide, Andrew Aiden. Uh, Lewis promises not a story of struggle, but a story of involvement. It is my hope, said Congressman Lewis, that this work will be meaningful and help to future generations to give many people here in America and around the world the urge, the desire to seek to build their own world, their own future. Um, Congressman Lewis, uh, before being elected to George's fifth, was an active high-profile participant in the civil rights movement of the late 1950s and 60s. He organized sit-ins at segregated dining establishments, challenging Jim Crow laws of the South, and getting arrested and beaten for his troubles. March is slated for release in 2012. Well, that's good, I guess. It is good. History and all, but aren't graphic novels generally, you know, entertaining? It depends how it's written. It's a history book he's writing. Fairly, there's but some, that can be done real yeah. well. I've read some good ones. Yeah, there's some good historical yeah, I brought some to the novels. show. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I read a graphic novel. Oh, yeah, we forgot. Story. We forgot about your horrible memory that you would forget stuff that we've covered on the show. Well, well, well I don't forget anything. <laughs> Get out of here. And in sad news, uh, Brian Jacques, the uh, author behind the Redwall series of children's fantasy novels, died this weekend of a heart attack. Mm. He was 71. The first book in the Redwall series was written with no intent to publish while uh, while he was working as a truck driver delivering milk. Uh, Jacques befriended the students at a school for the blind and wrote Redwall in an exceptionally descriptive style precisely for them. A friend showed his manuscript to a publisher without telling him, and the company immediately agreed to publish it and signed the author for five more novels. Huh. So, Some friend. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful friend giving him the yeah. up go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a dick. Need more friends like that. Wow. <laughs> well, write something, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 25-year-old Cody Wilkins has been charged with a string of burglaries in Montgomery County, Maryland. As the burglar was rifling through the homes of that house, the uh, homeowner's son <clears throat> arrived and startled him. 
The burglar jumped out the window and fled. The son called the police, who searched the house. They were stunned at what they found. A cell phone. Charging in an electric socket that didn't belong to the homeowner. Oh, man. The phone led police to Cody Williams, who is now charged in 10 burglaries. Police say that Wilkins' home lost power in the storm and that he needed a place, any place it seems, to charge his phone. In haste to flee, he left it charging. So he broke into the house to charge the phone. Basically. (laughs) (laughs) What a dumbass. He was in prison. All right. Wow. This is a disturbing trend. I've actually been out to eat and seen people ask their waiter if they have an outlet to plug their phone into. This used, this happened to me a couple of times when I was working at Trek, too. It's a bit of a faux pas. But I'm sitting here and I'm like, did that person really just ask their waiter to plug their phone in? Happens to me quite a bit. I Weird. mean, I, I just, from memory, the bar there at Trek, we had like two op- unused outlets total. And anytime we had anything we needed to plug in behind the bar, you know, that's, we had to, you know, figure out some, you know, way to plug those things in and then stretch the cord or you know, use extension cords to get it down to where we needed it to be, you know, when we, when we had parties and stuff. But, I mean, I, I just can't imagine the audacity of somebody, how important is it that you have to have your phone charged that you would say, hey, can I... Get you to plug my phone in for me, dude. Let alone lost letting, charge, man. Let it. Let alone giving somebody else your phone and charger that you don't know. Just paranoid man, just paranoid. to plug into something. You know that's that's a good Missing couple hundred point. dollar investment. Dumbass broke into someone's house to charge his fucking phone. No, I know, but I'm just saying. It's, I think it's, <laughs> I'm saying it's a symptom of, of, of overall bigger picture there, here. There it is. That somebody right there. is so obsessed. That they would break into a, no, a phone. No, no, no. It's not obsessed. It's stupid. Remember, <laughs> this guy's stupid. been charged with 10 burglaries. He's Not right. all of them are charged his phone. He's just stupid. Sometimes uh, yes. stupid is just stupid. Right, but yeah. Brain dead. Ugh. How about something good, huh? Okay, all good. Right. Nathan Fillion. Always yes. Okay, all right. He has been cast as the next Green Lantern. Huh? I should elaborate. Yeah. TV Guide reports that Fillion will voice the role of Green Lantern oh. Hal Jordan in the new animated DC movie Green Lantern uh. Emerald Knights due out on DVD on June 7th. Okay. Uh, in the film, that. a series of vignettes about various members of the intergalactic Green Lantern Corps, uh, Jordan will act as a mentor for Aresia, the A-Lantern trainee, trainee voiced by Elizabeth Moss of Mad Men fame. Uh, Fillion said about doing his role, quote, I was always reading the comic books. I was always a spectator. Now I feel like I own a piece of the Green Lantern, unquote. The Warner animation film will also feature the voices of Jason Isaacs, also known as Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter movies, Kelly Hu of X2 and Vampire Diaries, and wrestler Roddy Piper. Yeah! And singer-actor Henry Rollins. Rowdy, uh, Roddy! If they could work in the, the line about having, you know, coming in to kick ass and chew bubblegum. No, you can't steal. No, you yeah, can't. Steal. That's not his line. He might have said that line, but it still belongs to John Carpenter. Yeah. Uh, yes, but still. Huh? No. That'd be fun to work. If John Carpenter was voicing it, maybe. <laughs> I'm very protective of my John. Yeah. Huh? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and a little, little uh, whoops. Uh, last week we talked about the Stan movie. Okay. All right, being, yeah. being worked out by, I believe, Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we said that uh, Stephen King was going to be involved in some capacity, according to Deadline Hollywood. Well, when Entertainment Weekly, for whom King has been a longtime colonist, asked what the writer thought about The Stand, which has already been adapted to, of course, TV miniseries and a Marvel comic, right. making it to the big screen, uh. 
King admitted that, quote, I didn't know anything about the remake until I read about it on the internet, unquote. <laughs> he also said that any adaption would definitely not work as a single film, adding that even three might not be enough to convey the massive storyline. Quote, you absolutely cannot make it as a two-hour movie. If it was a trilogy of films, maybe. So, yeah, so far the Stephen King remake has nothing to do with Stephen King, even though they said that Stephen King was going to be involved in some way. Are you saying that people lie on I the I say that Hollywood's a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you, like, not like the the Stand miniseries? Yeah, movie? I didn't like it. No, we already covered that. The no, I know, I, I'm just saying I thought, I thought I remembered him saying that. Yeah, I did not like it. Did not enjoy it. But you do like wrong. Summer Glau. Did, I do like do Summer enjoy Glau. Summer Glau. Would be torn if she were in it. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, that's, that's, that's a good point. Um, well, she might have an opportunity because it looks like she's going to be out of the job again. What? NBC has decided to cut the episode order of The Cape from 13 to 10. Oh, yeah. After the show posted its lowest ratings yet on Monday. Because it's kind of shitty. Uh, the series, which stars David Lyons and Glau, uh, premiered earlier this year to respectable ratings, but uh, it couldn't hold on to those viewers. NBC got bad news each week. I watched a couple episodes. I, I know why. So NBC's decision, reported by Deadline, effectively pulls the plug on the series, which is finishing production on its 10th episode, with the three Final Plan episodes not getting produced, which means it's unlikely there'll be any closure for those following the serialized aspects of The Cape. While NBC hasn't canceled the series, it's hard to imagine a scenario where the network would order a second season of the comic book-inspired series, and it's even possible we might not see all 10 episodes that have filmed so far. Yeah. Well, so, Cape uh, fans, sorry, <laughs> but you know, uh, it's it's middling. It's it's not terrible. It's not it's terrible, just, but it's, it's not good. Yeah, they can spend their money wiser elsewhere. I think their problem is that they're they work too many scenarios that are already. So I I get it. The guy that created the show, it's like his love letter to comic books. It's that's what it is. But well, comic books doesn't want your love letter. Stuff it. It's too... I, I think if it has one bad problem, is that it's too full of stuff that we've seen in every comic series and every superhero it's, genre thing. It's like comic-y like the original Batman series was comic-y. Now, I, I, don't, I, I was, have expected to say, biff, pow. I don't think it's Ned. that campy. No, it's not that But campy. it reminds me of every Cliché. superhero-infused television show from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, where just every episode doesn't really have all that much to offer besides a bite of junk food. Yeah, yeah, and some are well, and that's the junk food. Yeah, La Familia drug cartel is not just selling drugs, but also counterfeit Microsoft Office computer software. <gasps> According to Microsoft, Microsoft showed off unauthorized copies of its Office 2007 software in Paris, which the company said it found for sale in Mexico. The pirated copies of Office were marked with La Familia Cartel's rectangular FMM logo that the Microsoft says proves the link between the counterfeiting and the organized crime group, according to Bloomberg Report. Why is it organized crime always has good stuff to sell? David Finn, Microsoft's attorney, wrote in the company's blog post that according to an analyst of by Mexico's attorney general, uh, drug cartels in Mexico have, quote, a sophisticated distribution network of 180,000 points of sale in stores, markets, and kiosks, kiosks, earning more than $2.2 million in revenue every day. Day? Wow. wow. Day? Holy day. mackerel. That doesn't count for, I'll count for all their overhead, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those robots oh, aren't cheap. That's a business joke. 
<laughs> Damn. Well, they're just seeing all the all the, great. So basically, those drug cartels and 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 organized crime are going to bring violence to software yeah. sales. After all the drug violence, now it's going to be software violence. Yep. That that little paperclip's going to curse at you. Something fierce. Man. Why do they always have the good stuff to sell? You know, yeah, well, they, if they were stuck selling like Brussels sprouts, there wouldn't, there <laughs> yeah. wouldn't, there wouldn't be a, yeah. why the hell do they have to sell something people want? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really? Christ. How did they are, businessmen? Drugs in Microsoft Office. Everyone wants this. Yes. There you go. There's nothing like doing spreadsheets when you're cranked out of your and mind. And of course, you know, when you think about it, <laughs> patches are so much part of the, the drug business uh, model. Yeah, you know, yeah. get get them the first thing and then they're going to have to upgrade and then they're going to have to patch. And, and, then and one of the most notorious criminals in Mexico is named Patches. <laughs> what? And finally, <laughs> according to the French website Gameblog, a Blizzard-themed amusement park called World Joyland will open its doors March 2011 in Wunjin District, China. When I say World Blizzard, Joyland? World Joyland. This is China here. Okay. All right. So so a Blizzard-themed theme park as in the gaming company. Yeah. So I was going to say, wow, that's a... <laughs> yeah, it's very cold in that park. The uh, theme park will allegedly be divided into separate parks, including Island of Mystery, Terrain of Warcraft... Universe of Starcraft, World of Legend, and Moles World. Okay, three of those, I don't know what those are. Yeah, I don't Starcraft, know. Warcraft, I get it, but what are the other big Blizzard titles? Diablo? Uh, oh, what was the one with the, the, the quirky little Viking dudes that was like one of their first games Vikings? they put out? Is that what it was just called, yeah. Vikings? Okay. I just I just remember them running oh, around the screen and getting it. like squashed it comically Maybe by things. Maybe other games are... Uh, also in plans to include a video game museum and dedicated esports center. Uh, Joyland will also contain a few rides, including a double free falling tower, three types of roller coasters, and a simulator. That's weird. That's interesting. That's weird. But uh, it's it's That's odd weird. though. At the same time, I'm not sure how much I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Seems I, a little too good to be yeah, true. I mean, maybe it's just March 11. It opens next month, and we're just hearing about no, it. No, we yeah. would have heard about yeah. it. Well, they got plenty of people this out is of work opening. over there. Get enough of them. You know, give them all a hammer and tell them to yeah, get, to work. get to work. Maybe this is yeah. opening in someone's garage. <laughs> <laughs> Tom right. McCone found a job. <laughs> and and that's that's it for the gig news. Wow, that's it. Which can oh, I... Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Oh, 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 I just read something. Um, You? Yeah, I read, <laughs> read I read an entire thing. Okay, it was a brochure, but I got halfway through it. Did you um, get that thing I sent you? Christopher Lee put out a metal album just recently. Recently? Yeah. A metal album? Oh my god, wait a minute. I read something about this. Thank you, I'm not crazy. That's right. You are crazy, but now you just have confirmation that what you read is not one of your... It's called Charlemagne. He can trace his his lineage back to... His family's lineage back to Charlemagne. And it's basically him being Christopher Lee. With metal behind him? Metal. Well, you know what? If if, if I can find this, that's the music that's... That's on the edges of this podcast. Good that luck you're listening to. Good luck finding. If that. not, it's probably some bullshit I found. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that just leaves us a big list, a right? Big a list. big list. A big list. And uh, another original Ugly Couch Show list. Uh, we got to talking after our fun versus list last week. Yes. And uh, this week we got on the 
topic of tabletop role-playing, and we discovered what would be the best, absolute worst role-playing games we could think of. And, uh, and this is going to be proof why we should never write role-playing games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I got winners. I think I can sell at least two, three copies each. Really? Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah are, and if I can sell them for about $10,000 each, yeah. we're, in, we're in gold. Well, I was going to say, uh, you, you have to exempt ugly couch show staff members uh, in your sales. Oh, yeah. then yeah. never mind. Yeah. I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but as just Michael is not with us today, he did actually email his uh Cool, let's his bash picks, him. Picks let's, to me so we can... Him. So you Where know is what? he anyway? Uh, he's, he's, some people have to work. That's bullshit. Yeah, some... So you know, you shall, I'll start. I'll start with one of Michael's. How about that? Okay, yeah, good. do All that. Right. Do that. Uh, first up, a Vegas Valet, <laughs> the role-playing <laughs> game. Nice. It's a strategy role-playing game set in Vegas. You and your friends create a team of parking attendant professionals. Choose from skills like reverse driving, manual transmission, and transvestite perception. <laughs> The Game Master sets up the game boards of different parking structures, and your, your team attempts to navigate through the obstacles that the GM sends in different cars to try to change up the routine. Compact spaces might fill up, so do you risk a full space hopping there, or are no more SUVs coming in? What? Which of the players can use their negotiation and social skills to make the most money? Who's getting a hotel room key for a tip? Who's going to scratch the Ferrari? Nice. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. not to play that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, uh, Michael, it's a it's a good yeah. bad Vegas Valet, the RPG. Yeah. It's yeah. a good bad RPG. Good bad. All right. Uh, Who wants to go next? And then oh. I'll go do one of mine so that I have a different voice out there. All oh, right. I, I see. Who uh, who wants to go next? Um, oh, don't okay. jump at once, gentlemen. <laughs> well, you see, see, the thing is, this is tough. It is when tough. I start to think about these things, I start to think, ooh, oh, no one, no one would want to play that. That's, That's the, the idea. point. That's the point of this thing. You're not looking at a remarkable product. You're putting out a product that no one wants. Nobody wants to buy. Yeah, well, I, I came up with a couple. Like, okay, here's a good one. Give me a good one. And I might, you know what? I might actually play this like a one shot. Okay. Why do I smell bubblegum? I am drinking bubblegum vodka and Mexico. And Mexico? And, You're yes. crazy. It is a great tasting wow. beverage. Prison sex. Prison sex, the role-playing game? Prison sex, the role-playing game. For a second there, I thought it was a review of my drink. <laughs> Is that what it tastes like? I wouldn't know. I, I think you might have just named the drink. It's called a prison sex now. <laughs> That's a great name for a drink, actually. Where's Paul when we need him? This is a prison sex. <laughs> I am drinking prison sex. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not, now I can. <laughs> um, now Barry's interested. Like, what is that? What might that taste like? That's weird. Let's get the experience now before I have to go to prison. Um, so okay, prison sex. Obviously, you to have a party of people together, you would most likely be. Uh, against each other, unfortunately. Okay, so it's competitive, like it's paranoia. Com yeah, kind of. It's competitive because you're trying to <laughs> have sex but avoid ha being yeah. ha having had sex with. <laughs> so You want to pitch, you don't want all to catch. Pitcher, no catcher. You want to be the daddy, not the mommy in prison sex, the game. Um, all while avoiding monsters like the prison guard, the mob boss, the... 
the, the, the creepy guy. And do they uh, all want to have sex with you too? Roll yeah. your <laughs> roll your defense against uh, wow. wood wood based implements. Say really? versus picking versus... up the soap. I don't know. Exactly. I, I see this more as a diceless role playing game effort. But go ahead. <laughs> Oh, I think dice would need to be involved. Oh, please put in dice. Now, the, the winner of the game, you can win this game by just getting to level uh, 20. You, 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 that's Lifer? Year, that's years. Years that you yeah, survived. Years, years levels, okay. Year, so, years uh, that your, your dainty little O-ring has survived. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay, I know who's in charge of fluff text. Oh, that uh, precious we ruby starfruit. We do Thacko. You know, to hit armor class. Oh, <laughs> oh god! That would be wow, wow. So prison sex. Well, geez, that, that I don't want to buy it. You're right. I don't want to play that. No, yeah, that but the one... miniatures would be easy. Just paint them orange. <laughs> <laughs> Saving throw versus sphincter. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Uh, I, I think mine corresponds real well. So I'll go ahead with with mine. Then. All right. All right. My first one. A very Brady RPG by West End Games. <laughs> oh, I would buy that one. <laughs> really? The six-sider system, West End Games? Yep, six-sider oh, man. for up to ten players with Cousin Oliver expansion. Cousin <laughs> uh, Oliver, forgot about it. I'll, I'll, I'll read what's on the oh, back of oh. the box here. Okay. Be a part of America's favorite family in the similarities of your own living room, with paneling not included. Take on the role of Mike, Carol, Alice, or any one of the Brady brood as you share in the mysteries of life and the joy of family. It includes many ready-to-run scenarios, such as Cindy gets lost in the Grand Canyon, Bobby gets lost at Kings Island, and Bobby and Cindy get lost in their own neighborhood. As Peter, feel the pressure of middle kiddom as you roll 3d6 versus puberty. <laughs> as Jan... Can you convince your siblings that you do have a boyfriend? Roll versus perception to spy the drinking glass on the counter. Greg just threw a football. Quick, Marshall, roll to evade. It's minutes and minutes of fun for your whole gaming group. <laughs> <laughs> Mystical Tiki expansion not included. Uh, nice. No, nah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, you got, you got one sale, Todd. <laughs> See? I just need two more to hit I'm my quota. I'm exempt, though, remember? Uh my sales don't count. That's true. But you're so enthusiastic, they should count as double. <laughs> okay. Wow. See, all right, that leaves you two gentlemen for your first. What you got? Well, uh, I, I, was, I was thinking of um, <clears throat> one of my... Uh, it, you did Brady, so I was thinking of a licensed property, Fight Club, the RPG. Oh, my. That actually and, might um, be fun. Yeah. Might be. How's it work? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing was, I was thinking about um, this would be a classless, levelless system. So there'd be no classes. You're just buying build points as you go through your fights, building up to the final encounter, which involves, of course, Project Mayhem. And uh, you would have your, uh, your various... Uh, um, add-ons with your problems, your dysfunctions, and it was really funny because I'm thinking through all of this, coming up with the idea of going through, and then of course player versus player because you have to fight during your game sessions to get your advancement. Wow. And uh, then I googled to just make sure that there wasn't out there, and somebody actually has done their own release of Fight Club, the Seriously? RPG. Wow. Oh, wow. So, and yeah, and he, uh, he, dude, this was like a 30-page PDF, and this guy went <laughs> all out and he it's one of these indie game psychological things it gets very psychological really oh boy yeah so i was actually like oh i've totally been defeated at this because this is actually 
This, I don't know about a campaign, but that would make an interesting one-shot, that's for sure. That'd be so. terrible, because, okay, the first half of the game, when you're just fighting to get to the good stuff, Project mm -hmm. Mayhem, people will be like, okay, can we just skip these levels? These levels suck. <laughs> Let's just get to the good part. Hey, but, hey, hey, if it's the first time you've seen Fight Club the RPG, do you have to play? Yes. All right. There you uh, go. And another thing about those psychological <laughs> games, um, I don't know if you remember Wraith the Oblivion. I remember Wraith the Oblivion. I could Oblivion. never get anyone to play that because I remember the pizza and beer crowd, you know? We did... We just want to have fun. Well, yeah, it's, it's Wraith. It's your ghost. You're, I mean, you're, the you're game just... of depression. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Split wrists. <laughs> I mean, that was like World of Darkness taken to the nth degree. I could play some World of Darkness. We, we rolled a little, a little vampire back in the day. But, oh, yeah, sure. Wraith, uh, I think I might have the Wraith book if you want to play soup. No! Fuck <laughs> that book. Bring it in. Next gaming day. Right. Let's play around. Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> I'll, I'll bring the makeup. Jeff. All right. Well, uh, you know, I, I derived my game from the endless flood of ridiculous reality TV that is on right now. Okay. So get ready for 16 and Pregnant, the role-playing game. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 Sell it. All right. All classes are represented. The jock, the nerd, the cheerleaders. The, you know, all the all your classic high school classes are represented in this game. All right. You choose your class. Are you going to be that, uh, are you that overachiever, the gradesmith that, uh, all right. you know, is on par to become, you know, a state senator and maybe even go towards the regular senate? <laughs> and oops, you failed your saving throw versus birth control. Suddenly. So you can win this game by oh. making that throw, right? No. I Well, I suppose it's possible. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose it's it. possible. You could, you could, you could survive. You know, you might, you know, uh, you might have a miscarriage. Who knows? But <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, wow! But See, I thought. But here's the brilliance of the game. Okay. you can, you can be, <laughs> you can choose male or female. Maybe you're that jock, that that quarterback that's just won the state championship. You've got a star-studded, you know, future in front of you. You could be a star quarterback. In both college and the NFL, but oops, you forgot to bring condoms after that uh, that date or to that date that you went on. So, uh, so what do you do during the, the game? So is that a negative so during the saving throw? Could be. What do you, what do, you do <laughs> during the, the game? You know. How do you? Okay, okay. Let's see. You fail the saving throw and you have the kid. Then what? All right. Are your dreams totally dashed? Do you go yeah, on from probably, there? Probably. Yeah. You know. Nah, you know what type of employment do you have to do? You've got all the various variables. You know, what do you do for a living? How Chick do you support the child? There you go. I hate this game. There are, this game? There You're are supposed daddies. to hate this game. There are daddies who enter the NFL. They There are daddies who get drafted by teams. This so is true. They, uh... So it's it's, it's, it's no longer an ender. You, you could you could go either way with this. You could you know you could become successful and go on, or you could completely lose everything. This is like a twisted version of life, the board game. Exactly. You know? yeah. Well, I, we but, could do that, I, we, we but it's do, a role playing game. We could do this with GURPS. <laughs> yeah. The, well, the thing there is uh, is this uh, player player interaction or player NPC interaction. Ah. I think it's probably a little of both. How about yeah. LARPing? I think... Uh, no! <laughs> <LARPing>. <laughs> Don't be saying the L word here. 
I Poor Barry know. gets the card. Uh, he has to go up to Jeff and tell him he's pregnant. What <laughs> next? You know, see, I, I like definitely part. no LARPing because there's too many of these games that we do that is just a sausage fest. So, yeah. no yeah. live action. There. Sausage fest, the RPG. <laughs> <laughs> That's every RPG. You know, I'll, I'll do Michael's second one here. All right. Uh, Saved by the Bell RPG. I'd play that. Who's Kelly going to ask to Sadie Hawkins dance? Oh, me, me, me. Will Screech ever hook up with Lisa? Can you rule out, can you rule the school with enough hair gel and a cell phone? What is Mr. Belding going to do to challenge the next wave of students? Choose your class, jock, prep, or geek, and follow the levels. Can you make it to graduation? More importantly, who are you going to ask to the prom? And as uh, Michael notes under here, I would never play this game. But I know that if I ever wanted to get my girlfriend into gaming, this is the game I would introduce her into it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my, he's becoming quite the gateway, uh, yeah, the, the gateway entrepreneur. There, he's he's, he's working. He's, he's working. he he's, could make a yeah. living on just advising geeks on That's how true. to drag their girlfriends kicking and screaming into their lifestyle. Is there a book for that? They're not always dragged into it kicking and screaming. Sometimes they're subtly dragged into it, and before they realize it. They're a geek. Yeah. Which means this goes... I know this from experience. Not this... me personally, but it has happened to friends of mine. He's heard about it in the wilderness. Uh, no, I've witnessed it. The rumors. <laughs> Barry. Korean market! What you got? Korean grocery! Oh, Korean, no. ma- Korean grocery! The RPG? <laughs> you want to buy soda? Korean grocery! <laughs> Oh my god. Korea Grocery! Alright, you yelled the game. How do you play it? <laughs> Korea Grocery! You okay. buy soda! You want chips? You put money, you go! Korea Grocery! <laughs> also sounds like diceless roleplay uh, yeah, game. Yeah, that yeah. one. Like, there's no dice there. Okay, no. There might be LARPing going on in this room right now. <laughs> beef jerky! You buy beef jerky! Korea Grocery! Jeez. You want be grocery? You come have grocery! <laughs> How do you win? Korean grocery! <laughs> Role playing game! How do you lose? Do you play the grocer or do you play the customers? You play Korean grocery, man! Are you, okay, so it's like a one on one kind of thing. Korean grocery! Game master and uh, Korean grocer. You don't spend money, you go! You go! <laughs> you win, you get money! Korean grocery! Alright, I'm gonna end this one right now. This uh, What? Uh, That's the best game ever! Alright, well done. Okay. Uh, yeah. And it requires like, pieces and all this tokens. <laughs> There's like 15 decks. What? So you didn't explain that part. Dude, How, what's, Korea Grocery. So, so are you talking about, like, is it, is it like a, a D&D mat where you can draw out the store? Or is it like cards? Like oh, the, no, understand. The zombie games oh, wait, there's you... like 15, 16 different scenarios and lots of different tiles I, I, I've designed in my head. So it's like Descent. There's like... 15 different, 15 or 16 decks that you have to choose from. And of course, they all have the same back on them. So, you know, setting them down is, is ridiculous. Something tells me this is a satire. Seven <laughs> kinds of tokens, and there's a pop matic there's, nice. there's a pop matic for the dice, okay? And a, a set up like mousetrap. That's like for the shelves of the grocery. Oh, jeez. And then as a pop gun, because, you know, hey, Korean grocery! <laughs> That's it. Hey, you, put that down! I Don't figure, see, this is on my you. theory. I think if you put enough tokens and cards and little physical 3D objects and things together, Fantasy Flight will buy it from me. Korean <laughs> <laughs> grocery. It's his fantasy that Fantasy Flight will buy it. And then there's the expansion. 
Great what? restaurant, right next to Great Grocery. <laughs> Can you get Singapore Same noodles owner. there? No. Jet. No Singapore noodles. Just beef lo mein. Yes. God. <laughs> great Grocery. All right. Super Great Grocery. <laughs> My next horrible idea for role-playing game, authentic Super Mario Brothers RPG, two to three players. Explain. Now you can have the thrilling, authentic, original Super Mario Brothers experience in the theater of the mind. It's the Super Mario Brothers role-playing game. Great for beginners because there's only one statistic, agility. You see a pit, want to jump it, roll agility. You see a Goomba, want to kill it, jump and roll agility. You see a box, want to hit it, roll agility. Inside, you find a coin, fat loots. Some other in-game examples. Okay, uh, Barry and I, we're going to play. Uh, okay. Barry, you see a path. Do you want to go forward or backward? I want to go forward. All right, the path goes on. Do you want to go forward or backward? I think I want to go forward. You see a box. Do you want to go forward, backward? What do you want to do? I think I'll open the box. Roll agility. I roll. I get a five. You fail. Oh, jump I again. Know. I jump again. You I get it. Coin, fat loots. Can I go forward? <laughs> no, because this game's over. Oh. <laughs> Explore sewers, caverns, waterways, and castles to find the princess. Keep trying, dashing plumber. Your tenacity will get you what you seek. One agility roll at a time. Where do I spend my points? In agility. No, you 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 collect money. You just can't spend it. Fat loots available at Korean grocery. <laughs> Kirsten, what's that? <clears throat> Sex worker, the RPG. <laughs> Love it. This one is a class-based game, class and level-based, because you got to pick your class: be it stripper, streetwalker, casino worker, massage therapist, massage therapist. You know, certainly happy ending. Massage therapist. Then you got to get your templates. Uh, are you fetish alt? Are you transsexual? Uh, maybe uh, Asian. You know, you hit all the you know. Uh, Varying little markets that are out there for that kind of horrible Co sexist racist Korea thing. Market? It concerns so. me how much thought you've put into this, Kristen. <laughs> yeah. I had all week. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm fascinated by I don't know. All I can come up with is <laughs> right, so, so how does the game play? Well, you actually have to go out and make your money. You make your money and you spend your money on uh, going up in levels. Unless, of course, you have drawbacks like drug addiction ah. exploitive boyfriend Aha. shitty pimp you know who <laughs> takes all your money and holds back your advancement and keeps you from moving forward ah. i can almost see this as an mmo Good i can see this as a flash game <laughs> <laughs> god had I the skill, I'd be uh, coding. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Now, and, and of course, you know, you, you depending on the track you take, maybe you do all right. What are some, of the, what are some of the stats? That, well, uh, stats, you, um, actually, it's kind of funny because okay. the first stat is actually going to have to be endurance. <laughs> Just being able to go yeah. out there and do this job, you know. A lot of people are going to sit there and, oh, charisma. You got to have charisma to be a prostitute. And actually, you don't. Nope. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's face it. To be a prostitute, you've got to be there. You don't need teeth. You know, yeah. Charisma can be a stat, but endurance is going to be up there. Then, of course, agility. 
dexterity. I actually like splitting agility and dexterity. I don't like the D&D uniform concept there. So dexterity, hand-eye coordination, sleight of hand, you know, finger manipulation, like for the massage therapy, you know. Hmm. And then agility, of course, overall, like trying to hop the fence when you're trying to get away from that one crazed dude. Yeah. So, and then, of course, will. So uh, that's going to be the will test against the exploited boyfriend. The will to live. Exactly. Which you're going to need because it is not a good life. So It's harsh. So you would split endurance and constitution, say. Well, I don't know if I would Something split. Something like that. Not in split and, you know, you're going to want strength uh, to some extent. To but throw someone off, yeah, yeah. That's nearly as depressing as Wraith. <clears throat> there a you go. A little bit. Exactly. There, there's a humor element. There, you know, there. this one was the element of uh, the game you just don't want to have. Put out by Steve Jackson Games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. GURPS sex worker. Well, the only Compatible other one. all the, the GURPS products. The only yeah. other one would be Riff's sex worker. <laughs> no. <laughs> so... There you are. Sex Worker, the RPG. All that armor. Clean closely! <laughs> Jeff, your final pick. My final pick. All right, very similar to your uh, Brady RPG. Oh. Uh, it's going to be Barry's new favorite game. Oh. I know for a fact. Okay. It's Jersey Shore, the RPG. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pick your character from oh. the classic TV series. Well, well, no supposedly now it's a classic TV that series. That was going to be an expansion That's what to sex tell worker me. RPG, by the way. <laughs> That's what people tell me. I still haven't seen the show. Oh, my God. Wait, you, you're doing an RPG show. on a show you haven't seen? That sounds like a, your that typical sounds like I'm in Hollywood, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what's good, Jeff, is that you don't even have to have watched Jersey Shore to make a broad generalization and be absolutely dead on right That's about true. it. So true. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, you could uh, you could pick DJ Pauly D and then roll for the crowd. Do the crowd like you? Do they hate you? I like that you gave him his job. Well, that's because I see the damn poster <laughs> when I'm driving around town. <laughs> DJ Pauly D. Apparently, he's performed here in Vegas. Go figure. Whatever. They have all performed here in one way or another, and not in good ways. No. But, uh, all right, so yeah, Pauly I, I forgot where I was going. With That's the I'm sorry, I didn't mean now. to interrupt you. Oh, That's okay. all right. Um, I just lost work? my train of thought. Yeah. Okay, so you know, let's play this game. Ready? Let's You're the DM. I'll be Snooky. Okay. You have the hair. I do not. <laughs> you want smush mush? <laughs> Snooky wants smush mush. So Snooky would have to start out her day putting on her makeup and getting that big hair going. Okay, What's so the first thing hours. you do? Um, <laughs> where do you start? Tanning salon? You wake up in your bed. What's the first thing you do? Smoke? Wait, is it his bed? <laughs> there you go. Roll to see whose bed you wake bed. up in. <laughs> Roll to see whose bed you're in. Yeah, there you go. All right. It's a gutter. Say isn't versus it? a crotch. <laughs> you wake up in your own bed today. Aw. Okay. Wait. <laughs> it's dark in that room. Is that a pillow next to you or is it a gentleman collar? Doesn't matter. Do Roll you your perception, that? Barry. You fail your perception. You're still hungover from last night. <laughs> Damn. What do you do next? Uh, I think I will proceed to my job. Wait, I don't have. <laughs> you paid forgot, by MTV. You to forgot be to a get ready for work, Barry. I, I, I think. Okay, I, I will get ready for work. What do I do? Paint myself orange. <laughs> you have to go into the bathroom. <clears throat> okay. Your makeup's a horrible mess from last night. 
What's the first thing you do? Roll initiative. There you go. <laughs> you can't I, I hate this game. <laughs> you chose Snooky. I like that that makeup was set up like combat. Have you seen her? I think I think there's a way I can actually make this sellable. Oh no. <laughs> if the experience point component is actually ratings. The more horrible yeah. you are in the game, the more ratings you get, and you go up in levels by that. So the object is to be awful to get better ratings. Well, hell, I mean, you're doing your hair. You get distracted by your cell phone while the curling iron's in your hair. Oh, roll your saving throw versus fire. <laughs> are there games like that that you actually have to be evil and bad? Gotta be, right? Well, you could play Star Wars Dark Side. Yeah. Yeah, and it true. works. I mean, all games conceivably could do that. I guess. You can I, think, I guess conceivable. I don't. I think because of the whole D and D uh, Satan worship phenomenon of the '80s, people are probably still gun shy of. Uh, I think. I think vampire kind of like tried to push the envelope of right. bad, but it was like well, we're bad because because we have to be. We're, been, yeah. <laughs> we're forced to be. I'm bad. not bad. I'm drawn that way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I wanted to run a D and D game where everyone would play evil characters. Oh and, yeah. And guess who wasn't interested? All you fucks. <laughs> God, why? Is there any game out there specifically being the bad guy? Designed from that in the core? I don't I don't know. But I think you can do it with D and D. Well Torgo could do it because he's always evil somehow. No, he never wants to play evil. I'm a good guy. Oh, you should see his I'm a good guy. You should see his character in the D D game, Jeff. He's he's very sweet, nice, good natured. Bullshit. No, really. Sweet is, nature. Yeah. And true. I think I'm it's nice harder guy. for people to play quality evil characters because people generally are conditioned not to go around stabbing other people because that's uncomfortable. <laughs> um, are you saying that people are generally good? No, I'm saying that they're conditioned to be good. Ah. Inherently, they're a bunch of savage miscreants. Um <laughs> <laughs> Reverse confusion. You got a point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I think it's harder to play a quality evil character. Quality evil? Quality oh. is probably the word there, right? I, I, I was, I was going to say good, but like, you know, I'll choose quality. Um, a quality evil character, like the Darth Vader, not the, okay, uh, you're in a bar. No, uh, is this Darth Vader 4 through 6 or Darth Vader 1 through 3? Oh, 1 I, through I 3 do. doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of For the sake of two. this game, it would have to. Oh. Uh, no, that's a loathsome character. <laughs> because it would have to be licensed by Lucas Games. Uh, fuck him. No, no. Um, no the first three are, are licensed Darth Vader. by We're World not of talking about Darth Vader. I'm just using him as an example. I'm saying, okay. <laughs> Kirsten. This is a geeky conversation, all right? You're playing an evil character. Right. Evil the RPG. Evil RPG. Yes. And, you, you know, you're, you're Mr. D- Mr. Evil Dude. You got a backpack. You got a sword. Right. You're, you walk into <laughs> the bar in the town. Yes. Evil backpack. What do you do? I walk up to the bar and look at the people nearby and go, you're standing in my spot. See, this is, a, this is not how most people would do this. Most people would say, okay, I just kill everybody. Right. And right. that's what ruins it. Yeah, but you have to have people who know how to roleplay to do it. That's Mayhem the RPG. Yeah. yeah. And Mayhem the RPG is <laughs> Grand the Theft RPG. Auto on six stars. That's what we used to. That was our fun game. We would use the cheat code, get six stars and all the weapons, and go. How long can you live? And that was a great game. We passed the controller back and forth every like at least five minutes or so, you know. And well, I think also you. How do you? How are you going to define evil? The way I look at it is with some people, 
you're going to have a very, uh, a very balanced view of good and evil and almost in a relative sense. Yeah. So that to play quality evil, you're just on one specific side of a conflict. Whereas mm -hmm. for those people who have a hardline view of good and evil, evil's going to be tough because chances are if you have a hardline view of good and evil, you view yourself as good. So even playing evil in an RPG is going to be a little hard for you. And if you do do it, you're going to be total mayhem asshole because that's what you conceive of evil in the first place. And you'll need a shower tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, well, most people... Need a shower. Most people, most people do need a shower, yes. Especially geeks. And shower, the, the RPG. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, yeah, I mean, Roll yeah. versus soap. Perception. <laughs> Um, I'm sure that a, a freaking Wall Street exec that, you know, totally trashes somebody's retirement fund, I don't think that they perceive themselves as evil. That's no. right. It was purely bad luck. It, yeah. How could I like, know? It was, it was just, bad. you know, it was the luck of the draw. I picked the wrong stock to back. Most yeah. people believe that evil, at least in my opinion, is most people believe that evil is... Uh, Chocolate? How... Why do you got to throw me off? You know how easy it is to throw me off. It's a perceptual consensus. It's Society. the ability to go, not above and beyond, uh, to do anything and without any scruples, without anything holding you back to accomplish your goal. But what 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 is your goal? If, if my goal, if your goal is to get is a good, piece of cake that's behind you, you're in my way. I'll just stab you and get you out of my way because it's easier. See, that's the thing. Evil always believes it's doing the right thing. Yeah. Well, well, everyone does. Well, that's what thing. I meant by the whole complicated. Thing. Yeah. I mean, what if, you're talking about cake, killing me for cake. What if there's a baby in a building and it's on fire? You got to stab me to get to the baby and save it. Why would I? Why would I? Because I'm in your way. Baby? Why would I save them? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's Barry say summing up evil, folks. <laughs> How about it's you? It's cake. You got, you got Come on, Kirsten. <laughs> cake, I understand. It's Saving like, a baby? It's like Kirsten holding a piece of cake or baby, baby in a burry building. <laughs> well, evil, it's more what's in it for me. Most people will play evil as chaotic evil. Yes, I love like, to play yes. lawful evil. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Barry sure. looks at Nazi. the scene and goes, mmm, cake. Yeah. And what's evil yeah. to you? Write to us at comments at uglycouchshow.com or in our comments section on the website. Of course, yes. watch the Ugly Couch Show where we tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. But that is all the time we have for this edition of Geek Shock. I am Master Torgo. Korea Market! I knew you would do that. <laughs> I knew it. You knew it. 80s Jeff. Commander K, dick-ass fart, Paul. You want Slim Jim? He'll be back soon. And we'll be talking to you next week. Have fun, everybody. Get the Mattingly ex right, expansion so to prison evil. sex. No, um, okay, so if you're evil, <laughs> it's a harder game to play, obviously, because everyone thinks you're evil. So it's like D&D &D on nightmare mode, you mm -hmm. know? You, I you hope you're fading good. it out at this point. No, no, it's awesome. We need to get another group together. When, though? What, the evil group? Yeah, the evil group. And we'll all wear beards. Todd won't go for it. He'll be the one lone good guy uh, in the I evil group. I, I will. I'll turn against everybody. I'll still be the guy against everybody <laughs> in the group. Todd will be the asshole <laughs> once again in the evil group as he's the one <laughs> boy <laughs> scout. <laughs> You're not invited. Jesus, God. That's true. You you always find Ruiner. a way. Always find a way. You're not invited. I play games good. Uh, yeah, good. Good.